Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler Podcast, a weekly travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On this week's podcast, we're going to have a little fun by playing the game Would You Rather. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a good conversation starter. It's where you ask the question, would you rather, and give two choices for an answer. So in a few seconds, travel expert Onanta Forbes and I are going to play a travel version of Would You Rather. Plus, Ken Stewart from Cropa Travel Solutions will be along a little bit later to give us a few destination ideas and travel deals with our weekly roundup. But first, like I mentioned, let's kick things off chatting with travel expert Onanta Forbes, who joins us each week to discuss some of the travel news and travel trends. You can follow her on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Onanta Forbes. OnantaForbes.com is her website. Hi, Onanta. Hi, Randy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. We're going to play the game, Would You Rather? My children uh, play this, well, not so much anymore, but when they were younger, they used to like playing this game. It's a fun one. It is kind of a fun one, so we'll do uh, travel-related topics here. Um, You go first. Okay, so my first one is, would you rather live in New York for a year or live in London for a year? So hands down, it's live in London for a year. Not only just for the British accent that I get to hear, but London, I think, has it all. It has art, culture. If you want to work there, amazing job opportunities, diverse neighborhoods, sports, lots of entertainment, love the history, and it's it's got a well-connected transport system. So everything you would want from a major uh, city. Now, it also has six international airports and the Eurostar International Train Chamber uh, Terminal. So that connects you to mainland Europe if you want to explore um, other countries while you're over there relatively close by. And it's 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 nice that uh, one of the charms of London is that it's multicultural um, so that you get to um, see people from all over the world because it's a melting pot. And it, it's nice that we can, you know, interact with different cultures and it's got a lot of green space as well. And um, so for me, the draw is the variety because it has so much to offer. It'd be mm-hmm. definitely a great place to live, but always keeping in mind common sense. It does come with a price tag. Well, yeah, and I think you could add, say, all of those things, maybe with the exception of the British British accent for <laughs> New York City, because it's got all that as well. It's a tough one, though. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather live in New York City for a year or London, England? I'm going to say New York City for all those reasons that you said, with the exception of the British accent. But I like the New York accent. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been to New York. I haven't been to London. Yes. Uh, so for all those, it's it's so it's there's just so much going on, and yes, it's expensive. They're both very expensive, so that's a given. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I just now you mentioned sports. That's the one thing that kind of ticked me. That, that that goes okay. That's going to balance it in favor for me because I'm a big uh, sports fan and I love the uh, NFL. So I don't I'm not a Giants or a Jets fan, but I know that the Dallas Cowboys would be visiting <laughs> the Giants. So I, <laughs> so for selfish reasons, I think I would pick New York City, nice. and it's a little close. It's a little closer to home to uh, to Canada. A little easier to get here. Yes, so, anyway. absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I think we both pick well. Okay, so my turn. Would you rather go on a cruise or stay at an all-inclusive resort? 
like this is a tough one as well. It's tough like New York and, and London. Yeah. And it's tough because I love them both. I like um, uh, all-inclusive resorts, but I do like the cruising. And I like the cruising because you're at different ports of call. And it's it's a one-stop thing, but you do get to get off the ship and see different ports of call, different things. Uh, whereas an all-inclusive, I love all-inclusives, but uh, you're you're limited to uh, where you're going to to visit. You're limited to the the area you're in. Whereas a cruise, if it's a European cruise, well, you can visit three or four different countries. If it's um, a Caribbean cruise, same thing, three or four different islands, and uh, the ship itself is a destination. There's so many things going on on a cruise ship, so many activities. So uh, I would choose uh, a cruise over all-inclusive, although I do like them both. Right on. Yeah. They both have their draws, don't they? I think mm -hmm. I would go with you because I like to be on the move and I like to explore and see different things and uh, experience different things. And uh, both you get taken care of, so you can't ignore that. Um, mm -hmm. And you can, I, I think why I like to go on an all-inclusive uh, resort is that I just get to sit and relax, but you can also do that on a cruise and also a lot mm -hmm. of cruises we've talked about it before are getting more all-inclusive so are, i yeah. think we're getting the best of both worlds going on the cruise uh so i'm gonna go with uh go on a cruise as well okay all right what's your next one okay so mine is only visit places you've already been or only visit places you've never been Okay. So mine is, so I'm thinking that there's so many places on my travel wish list. So I think I would restrict myself by only going places that I've already been to. And then that means I would never get to go see the Seychelles or go on the Orient Express or even go to Prince Edward Island, which I have not been to. So um, I would say that there's awesome places I've visited, like the French Polynesia, UK, Africa, but I want to keep on exploring the world because you never know when circumstances don't allow you to do so or go to a certain place. Mm -hmm. Good point. And I would agree with you. Uh, yeah, I would prefer going to places I've never been before, just out of curiosity's sake. Yeah. And there's so many places that I haven't been that I would love to go to. Although it's nice to go back to the places that you've been before and just experience new things there that you never got a chance to do before. But if I had a choice, I would prefer going to places that I've never been. Yes. Good choice. Okay. My next one is, would you rather rent a car or use an Uber? Mm. So for me, this is pretty easy because <laughs> I'm not a car rental person. <laughs> I just, I, I am lazy yeah. and I don't want to look for parking. And I guess it depends, right? Like if you, if you're going to a place that you're familiar with, um, that you've been back three or four times and you're comfortable with, then maybe uh, renting a car would be a, a better choice. But for me, I am lazy. I don't want to do any driving. I don't want to have to look for parking. And you miss things when you're renting a car because you're focused on driving, right? You don't get a chance just to kind of sit and look out the window and, and admire some of the, the scenery or, or, or that type of thing. So, and, uh, the first time I used Uber was in San Diego and it worked like a charm. Like I was sold. Like they were ready. It was with my family. My children were younger. 
And half the time they were ready before we were like, they were there and we weren't ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was very efficient. And I, I, maybe the cost structure might be, you might save a little bit with renting a car. I'm not sure. It depends on, on how many uses you would use uh, for using an Uber, but it's to me convenience. And again, I'm lazy. So <laughs> I would take Uber hands down over renting a car. Oh, good for you. I, well, you do bring up a good point, especially in Europe. Parking is a, a chore and it can be very stressful if you can't find one and very small. Yes, it has a very small cars, but uh, yeah, it can be, it can be traumatic at times if you're not used to where you are. But I think I'm going to go with rent a car because I like the flexibility of exploring somewhere new. Like if I see a road, I want to just be able to go down it and just see what's mm. on the other end. And it does give me a relative uh, freedom to go where I want to go and kind of create my itinerary. Not that you can't with Uber, but maybe Uber doesn't go to, um, places that are a longer distance that you want to travel. Well, that's true. Um, so I would say for me, it's renting a car. That is true. And you bring up a good point that I didn't bring up is it, I guess, it, again, it depends on where you are. And if you're going longer distances or going from place to place, uh, city to city, small town, and some cities may not even have Uber. Um, or So um, yeah, if you're going for longer distances, uh, stretches of driving, maybe uh, renting a car would be much better. So maybe I'll back up a bit, but I will say that <laughs> given the choice, <laughs> there's a choice. Yeah. I would take I would take the uh, Uber over renting a car. Well, it's safer too because we all have to, like you know, when we go on holidays, we definitely enjoy ourselves, and we, you know, um, we don't want to make we don't want to drink and drive. So that Uber is a perfect True. choice. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. What's your next one? So mine is travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget or travel for a month in complete luxury. So I do like a certain degree of uh, luxury when we travel. Um, and I'm not talking like private jet or helicopter travel. Uh, you know, there's some places that have really um, nice, luxurious um, options. Like you can go to a, a recording studio in St. Bart's or have 24 karat gold iPads at the Burj Al- Arab, uh, Jeremiah and Dubai, but I like to have a bathroom that I can call my own, a decent luggage allowance and sit down to eat with a fork and knife. So I'm not sure I'm cut out for traveling a super budget style, but I'd like to experience that first class travel. So like a six star spa hotel, they even have workout concierges like at Weston that can help you, um, you know, get running tips or organize healthy meals at my beck and call. So I'm going to go with one month in, in complete luxury. I agree with you 100% because again, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I would choose uh, a month of uh, luxury travel over, uh, what was it? Budget, like low budget for a year. Yeah. Shoestring yeah. Budget. yeah. 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 Shoestring budget. Yeah. And I would, I would lap up that luxury for <laughs> for a whole month and that would last me a year. I would be good. So yeah, hands down, uh, luxury travel for a year, for a month would be my choice too. <laughs> um, so my uh, next one is, we're only going to do three each here. So okay. my last one will be uh, this one. Would you rather visit a large city 
like New York or London or someplace like that, or a national park. And I had to think about this one because I do like, I think as I get older, I like the national parks and the quiet and the fresh air. And I, and I like being out in the outdoors. I'm not a, a diehard, like a, a nice walk or a, a nice hike for about an hour is good for me. Yeah. And then I and then go back to my luxury <laughs> resort or whatever for a month. But um, yeah, I would choose the national park. And I, and I think if I was, when I was younger, I would probably choose the, the hustle and bustle and the excitement of a, of a large city. Cause that, that has its, uh, its uh, draw as well. But uh, now I kind of like the serene and the fresh air and getting out in, into the outdoors of a national park. So I'd choose a national park over a large city. Yeah. And that does have lots of good qualities about it, but I'm going to go with visiting a large city. Um, and in lots of large cities, you can, um, have those green spaces like London. Um, That's true. Yeah, ha- roughly 40% of the city is made up of parkland. And just a large city allows you to do different things and um, be active too, as well, but just enjoy theater or, you know, just you can stroll and just enjoy the city by just, you know, some cities are good walking cities. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I, I'm going to go with a large city just because I have a varied, um, varied activities to choose from, but still enjoy, you know, in some cities there are, there, they do have the opportunity for green space. See, now you, now you got me thinking, right? <laughs> Maybe I would like a larger city. Yeah. Oh, and in oh, New York, they have a great, you know, park. Well, Central Park. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, and I've oh. strolled through it and it's fun. It's lovely. It is fun. Yeah. yeah. People are rollerblading and they're also like, there's different, there could be a concert there. It could be, oh. yeah. It's so, it, so yeah, that's my choice, but going to a national park. See, now I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would go to a large city just for the fact, well, I could probably take an Uber to a national park not very far away. <laughs> Get the best of both worlds. That's impressive. <laughs> well that <laughs> that was fun. Well you mentioned London a lot. I was gonna I was gonna joke that this this segment was brought to you by Tourism London. So. <laughs> yeah, we should send them to look at we flagged Well, the people, what we're going to do is we'll post a few of these on uh, Facebook and see what some of our listeners have to say. What they are, what their choices would be, what would they rather do? Uh, it's a fun game. So uh, <laughs> thanks for doing this, and uh, we'll chat again next week. You bet. You take care. This is the Informed Traveler podcast. I'm Randy Sharman. Just want to remind you of our website, theinformedtraveler.org. That is where you can find our contact page if you have any questions or comments about the podcast. You can also email me with any questions you might have. My email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also check out our weekly blog, Five Questions With... It's where we take some of the questions from the interviews from our weekly guests and transcribe it into five questions. Simple as that. Again, you can find it on our blog page on our website, theinformedtraveler.org. And if you want to get up-to-date travel info through the week or just see a few amusing travel stories and links, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler. 
So now, as always, we like to end the show with our weekly roundup. So joining us to do that is Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions. Good day, sir. Hello, Randy. Hello, everybody. And happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there who do so much for us. And uh, I think a lot of times go go really unrecognized. At least uh, I know I forget to tell mine sometimes how much they mean to, to me for what they do for our family. Well put. How was your week, sir? It's been really, really good. Uh, again, we've got uh, some uh, good deals out there. Uh, Viking River Cruises and the Ocean Cruises are celebrating their 25th years, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but they've got another offer, uh, $25 deposits. And oh, with wow. the you get free cabin upgrade and up to a $500 shipboard credit, again, depending on the cabin that you book. So, And uh, I know I mentioned one of the sailings is the Panama Canal, which is a cruise that I have on my bucket list. And there's lots of others to choose from. So, again, uh, favorite four-letter word, use that free call to us and let's have a conversation and see what we can find for you. For sure. And, yes, the Panama Canal is one of the best cruises you can do. I've done it many, many, many times. So, highly recommend it. And Virgin Cruises. And again, uh, I'm bringing these guys up again because I really like them. They're adult only, so 18 plus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've got the the younger adults, for lack of a better word, they can have their own cabins. You don't have to have somebody who's 21 in the cabin. Uh-huh. And there's no signal supplement as they've got uh, a lot of limited cabins for each sailing. Uh, it's kind of luxury cruising. And by that, we mean more value, a little bit higher upper end without having to pay that high price. Uh, you Getting dressed up uh, could mean your best Hawaiian shirt and khakis from your closet that's totally acceptable <laughs> uh they have a couple of theme nights which are really cool they have a pj party and a scarlet night which is all red so again if you wanted to participate and uh again i've seen some pictures of some of the pjs and <laughs> <laughs> again anything goes it's all welcome it's all welcome uh over 20 restaurants on board michelin star chefs uh food available 24 7 which most cruises have but again these guys are a little different because there's no buffets on the ship no buffets at all. Everything nice. is on a cart. And uh, if you uh, want to go to two or three different restaurants in a night, you can do that. And if you want to order two or different things off the menu, you can do that. It's I really like cool. it. I like it. And all kinds of shows and activities on there. They do like a pub crawl throughout the ship. Uh, spas, of course, and gyms for those who need those things while you're on vacations. Uh, and they always include the food, the Wi-Fi, the gratuities, and what they call the essential drinks, which is kind of like your uh, non-alcoholic beverages. Uh, but not to worry, because if you do uh, want to participate and have the odd cocktail or a glass of wine and everything, uh, you get a $300 bar tab bonus per cabin. Wow. And again, for, you know, $5 for a beer and $9 for a cocktail or a glass of wine, you know, that's that's bar pricing. You know, you walk into a bar nowadays, that's going to be that or more. So, again, that's still a lot of beverages. Uh, or sorry, a lot of beverages. And, again, booking early, 100 days out, uh, you get 10% off if you pay in full. Or if you book within 179 to 121 days, you get 5% off if you pay in full. And right now, they've opened up their Mediterranean sailings uh, for the solo travelers where you can actually have the upgraded cabins and not just those ones that are uh, dedicated for solo travelers. So, great opportunity to sail the Meta if you're a solo traveler. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, it seems to me that uh, Virgin Cruises it's is it's about as all inclusive all inclusive as you can make it without adding those extra charges like some cruise lines do, right? Pretty much, and not waiting for a sale because that's every cruise, so yeah. it's not a sale. Yep, no, you're going to get that. Cool. Okay. Uh, another bucket list trip for me, Antarctica. Uh, right now, Hurtigruten Expedition Ships. Uh, they've got some great opportunities to go if you book by the end of the month. They've got uh, their 
BOGO, buy one, get one, free sale for uh, next, our winter season, summer for Antarctica down there, whatever. And again, going back, we're talking a lot about these solo travelers lately, and that's great. There's uh-huh. a lot of you out there, or like I say, maybe uh, you and I want to go, but we don't want to share the cabin. We can have yeah. our own. Uh, exactly. 50% off any of those uh, any of those cruises. So, nice. again, something to check out. And they specialize yeah. in the uh, different types of cruise destinations, right? Like uh, Antarctica, for example, and things like that, right? Yeah, and they have the Arctic, and, and they're all expedition ships. So it's not the traditional cruise ship in the sense that you're thinking. But, again, they still have the, you know, the restaurants on board and, and a cocktail lounge and everything like that. But a lot of times they'll also have speakers or uh, uh, guests, uh, guest lecturers on board or whatever that specialize in the area that you're going to. So it's really kind of a cool kind of tour uh-huh. for the ship. And smaller ships, less crowded, all that stuff too, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. go a little closer to home, American Cruise Line, sailing the rivers of the USA this summer. Uh, all kinds of unspoiled landscapes and historic treasures of the upper and lower Mississippi River. Uh, exploring small towns, witnessing picturesque river views, uh, like Mark Twain talked about in all his books. You've been getting treated to the finest cuisine of the region. That surpassed levels of personalized service. Right now, they've got savings up to $2,000 a cabin off, free airfare, and a pre-night stay. And you nice. don't have to travel all that far to take advantage of it. I want to do all of these. That would be a good one, too. <laughs> uh, Oceana Cruises. Lots of great savings for their cruises for all the rest of this year. Uh, if you've never sailed before, they've got a great postal, or sorry, Pacific Coastal. It goes from Los Angeles uh, up the coast, uh, quick stop in Ensenada, and back to Los Angeles for seven days, starting at eight ninety nine a person for an inside cabin. Oh, so wow. a great way to explore sailing. Yeah. Uh, you're not really at sea. You're at different ports every day, and everything gives you a real good idea. And again, that's comparable to one of the other ships. And Oceana is kind of like Virgin, where they're, uh, I want to say, luxury, but not without the pricing. So yeah. they're a little bit better than all the rest of the guys on service and food. And everything. I mean, one of the few times I could ever go to a buffet and order a ribeye steak cooked in front of me. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> like that too. Uh, another example of some of their sales right now: Copenhagen to Amsterdam, a twelve-day sailing that includes London and uh, the rest of the Netherlands and areas. There, balcony cabin is only twenty-five ninety-nine. So nice. some really great pricing, and again for all kinds of cruises for the balance of the year. So give us a call. Uh-huh. And again, we're seeing a bit of a theme each week when we have our talks here. A lot of cruising offers, and that's because uh, we're done for the winter season. Uh, but the Sun Destination packages are really taking off for the summer season and really selling strong already for 2023, 2024, fall to winter season, especially around any of the holidays. We're not going to see sell-offs. So don't think you're going to get any again this year. You may get the odd sale, like the one with Air Canada, where they've got you know $100 a person for booking more than four months in advance on right now until July. Uh, another 150 person if you book before July 3rd. Those are the types of things you're going to see. You might see small savings like that, but you're not going to see the sell-offs. So if you're thinking about that getaway for next winter, I recommend you start looking now. Uh, give us a call. Let's have a conversation, and you can lock in your perfect dates the resort you want, save yourself some extra dollars, and you can relax. It's all taken care of. Indeed, yes. Okay. We're always talking about uh, protecting your vacation investment. Again, I always say I'm a broken record, but again, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to have travel insurance, especially medical if you're traveling anywhere, even outside of the province. So you're going to get looked after in Canada, but you can still get a bill. We've had a couple of clients uh, who have had large bills uh, sent to them for uh, different circumstances. Uh, again, a couple of interesting things from a meeting a few weeks back or whatever, COVID 2020 started. Uh, 59% of travelers had purchased some sort of coverage prior to that. Now that's up to 82 plus and growing. Uh, 
there's all kinds of manual life policies sold in the marketplace. So again, uh, if you've got one through work or if you're thinking of buying the one for Costco and everything, really do the comparison, ask the question, just like you're going to do if you're looking of using your credit card company, ask the diligent questions and find out exactly what their coverages are uh, because there are different plans out there that have different coverages and different exemptions. Uh, one of the plans that we sell a lot of is called the Premium Protection Plan. It's complete coverage from A to Z. It's the best out there and it's only available through travel agents and it has no stability clauses. So it doesn't matter what your conditions or anything are. There's no stability clauses in there. And they also have a cancel for any reason outside seven days. You get at least 80% back of your trip costs. So again, nice. you know, it's a really, really good one to have. And the most interesting one, and I was not aware of this, if almost all the Manulife plans, if they have a trip cancellation or trip interruption portion, they have what they call Manulife flight assistance. So the way that's going to work is a couple of days before you go, you're going to go online to your app and you're going to register your flight. Uh-huh. So once you register your flight, they're tracking it. So if there's a delay of three hours or more, they send you a notification that, hey, your flight's delayed, which you already know, but they're also going to send you a voucher for 40 bucks. So you can go buy a meal and a beverage or whatever while you're chilling and having to wait. And if all of a sudden that delay pops up to six hours or more, bing, you're going to get another notification. But you already know and you're probably getting a little angry now, but they're going to give you another $100. So again, you can go and chill and, and have a meal and do things like that. And if the flight gets totally canceled, you get the full 140 plus they'll likely assist you if you have to do a claim over and above if you you know have to do a hotel room or anything in the hotels or the airline sorry is not looking after that and one of the more important ones too especially now with the the u.s opened up this weekend so everybody can go you can do whatever you want whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated uh two types of medical coverage out there one for people who are vaccinated and now that includes children and infants over six months to be vaccinated for medical coverage policies so uh make sure that you ask those questions and especially if you have ones who work in that because uh, a lot of time COVID is still out there and if you have to quarantine that's not covered yeah. but if you're unvaccinated we have a COVID medical coverage plan that will cover you for medical Nice. So if you're interested in uh, thinking about coverage, and again, we want you to have at least medical when you travel. Uh, it's one of the more important ones, the one that could really cost you a lot of money. So you really yeah, need sure. to ask yourself, can I afford not to protect myself when I'm traveling away from home? And did I have that free conversation with my travel agent to make sure? For sure. I have a question, though. Now, uh, if I do have a policy through work and it's a manual life policy, can I bring yep. it into you and you can kind of do a comparison saying, well, you're not covered for this or, yeah, it looks very similar. Uh, and Le- it- legally, not really. Okay. Legally, it's up to you to compare the two, but we can always send you the copy of our policy. Okay. And we can kind of talk about a couple of the things that we think are important in there for you to check. Uh-huh. And, and ask those questions, but legally, yeah, no, we're we're not really allowed to do that. Well, that's good to know, but that because I we're probably not, we're would. We're not lawyers, and we're not, you know, there a little fine print and everything. But again, you know, we all understand the, the logistics and and the basics of what we're talking about. Yeah. So again, we can have a conversation, and you can say, you know, you could ask a question: Is this in your policy? Is that in your policy? That that's kind of what point. I was. That's what I was getting at. Like, is, is this in this policy? Uh, is it in this other policy? Like, yep. is that, that gotcha. manual life flight assist, assistance, for example, would that be mm-hmm. in that? If yep, check? you betcha. We can okay. do that. So how do people get a hold of you for that free consultation? It's Ken at uh, toll-free, 877-511-5511. Relax. It's all taken care of. Indeed, sir. Have a great week, everyone, and happy Mother's Day. And that is our show for this week. If you have comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. You can let me know by sending me an email at randy at 
www.thepeopleshow.org. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. You can check out our website too, theinformedtraveler.org. In the meantime, thanks for listening, travel safe, and be an informed traveler.